This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Chicago border trade consensus turns bearish. Me, not so much yet. I base my market outlook on what I know rather than what others think. I remain aware of how my outlook compares to others and have taken note that many market pundits and analysts have turned bearish, mostly on the demand-related side of the supply-demand equation for CBOT prices. Some are of the type that this is no change. They are typically bearish and those that had a tough road to hoe recently. There's been a constant barrage of bearish news and the bears are back with renewed confidence advising selling and harvest for profitable historical good prices. Then there are others who have been bullish but have decided that the macroeconomic headwinds are too much and you cannot fight the Fed, so to speak, who have more recently changed horses. It will probably be hard for them to take too much criticism for selling $7 corn and $13 soybeans, so that would certainly be the safest path to take. Farmers could sell 2022 crops if they still have them, we do, and call it a good year. I think that it's a good position to be in not to have sold crops at this point to be able to make that decision. Those bearish analysts advised sales long ago. By waiting to confirm our production, we did not find ourselves in the position of many in the western Corn Belt and Plains who have little to nothing to sell. That is the worst situation that farmers find themselves in today. We have been dealing with an extremely extraordinary amount of wind all year, both macroeconomic and the kind that literally blows you over. Wind was part of the drought. Wind has been complicating the harvest for some. The macroeconomic wind is also real. The Fed intends to break inflation and appears willing to accept undermining economic growth in order to break prices. They have made it clear what they initially intend to do, increase interest rates to 4.5 to 4.75% next year, and then see what happens. It will continue to take some extraordinarily bullish supply fundamentals to stand up to this macroeconomic wind. I've lost crops to wind before, and I would note that wind takes corn down, looking like rivers have run through the field. Some areas will be flattened, while some is still standing, based upon variety and how the wind flowed through the field topography. I have been focused on the corn market, and I think that the corn market will be like that in the months ahead. Farmers may get significantly different prices for their corn, depending on how the wind blew where they live. There will be a lot of different regional and local cash corn markets based upon where the wind blew and how strong it was. Here are a few generalities. One would be that the western Corn Belt and Plain states had disparate production results from the eastern Corn Belt in 2022. The crop in the eastern Corn Belt was normal and the crop further west was short. Another generality is that the further west you get from the Mississippi River, the less impact that the export market has on prices. Where we live in northwest Iowa, corn demand is entirely feed and ethanol driven. Trains are bringing corn to us, not taking it away from us. Only 16% of U.S. corn is typically exported anyway, and none of that originates in northwest Iowa. Relative to U.S. corn consumption, the export market is the tail of the dog. Macroeconomic winds, the strong dollar, hit commodities like soybeans and cotton far harder than corn. The western Corn Belt and Plain states are in a corn supply deficit situation. That region will have to import corn from the eastern Corn Belt to be able to sustain operations for corn users to reach new crop next year. 
That is why our ethanol plant was paying 35 cents over Chicago Board of Trade for December delivery during harvest, and the spot basis in Garden City, Kansas is nearly $2 a bushel over. What we have seen happen is that if Chicago border prices go down, end users make it up in the basis. We have been conditioned over many years to view the Chicago border trade as our price maker, and it is not so much so today under current conditions west of Des Moines, north and south of a line splitting the country. When there is no water in the Mississippi River to float barges, the price of corn is negatively impacted there. Demand from the west will help support the eastern Corn Belt corn market. My longer-term forecast would be that it will be hard to break the corn market in the West and keep it down until new crop production prospects much improve with more acres and better weather. That requires a significant fundamental change in the form of an end to this drought next spring and summer. I realize that if you have to have a drought that fall and winter is a great time to have one. The drought of 2022 has shown no sign of relenting and, in fact, is expanding. It can rain in the spring and keep on raining, but then again it will have to in order to avoid production problems next year. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, Subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.